Hey, welcome to the PlayStation Report. I made a mistake um, with my modem going in and out. We started this podcast already. We're starting it again. Um, with my modem going in and out, even though I connected via Wi-Fi to my phone's hotspot, when the modem came back up online, network statuses change, calls drop, and it tries to reestablish using the network cable that I still had plugged in. And oh, It's all just a mess. Um, which is to say... I have unplugged the network cable, and now we are just running purely on Wi-Fi off my phone. <laughs> oh, How boy. you doing? I'm okay. Could be better. How about you? Uh, you know, I had a good time uh, this weekend so far. Uh, Friday was a bit of an adventure for me. I, I, I walked to a sushi place, which is about half a mile away, and then from there I walked like another half mile, well, not really, maybe like three quarters of a mile, to a bar, uh, a brewery, uh, I'm not sure if you heard of it, um, it's Collusion Tapworks. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been there a few yeah, times. I, I went there. Yeah, um, place is awesome. Yeah, it's it was a really nice place, uh, and I had some beers, um, the one that stood out to me was the last one I had before I walked home. Uh, got the cinnamon toast brunch. Have you had that? I have not. No, that sounds interesting. Oh my God. <laughs> that shit is delicious. Do you like cinnamon toast crunch? I do, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, this shit is... You will fucking... This this will blow your mind, yeah. man. This this stuff is fucking... Del- it's dangerous. Yeah. Like it, it's like 10%, um, which is kind of like on the higher end um, for, for the beers that they had there, at least. Um, but it, it it was like the most delicious thing ever. So. Ugh, man. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, I, I need to go back and see if they actually sell it in cans or bottles or something. Um, yeah. Had a good time there. I listened to the new Baby Metal album while I was cleaning the house. That was pretty nice. <laughs> nice. There you go. Um, yeah. Just overall having a stellar weekend. How about you? <laughs> uh, my weekend you was would... really good until fucking this morning, man. I just... I have woken up and I have felt like complete dog crap all day. Um, just massive headache and feeling kind of cold and... Stomach not feeling hundred percent right. I don't know what's gotten me, but it ain't it ain't fun. So I was taking a nap before this podcast. So there we go. If you start turning into a zombie, um, I'm going to need you to, you know, quarantine yourself. Yeah, I'll make sure I do that. Hopefully, I can remember that if I I, as a zombie. But yeah, yeah, okay, we'll see. I mean, you might. I don't. I don't know if it'll trigger the transformation, but I, I've been hearing you've been playing that uh, Resident Evil Four. Yeah. Um, do you have any weird feelings about shooting zombies? I'm trying to diagnose something here. Do you have any <laughs> weird feelings when you're shooting them? No, no, I don't. Okay. It feels feels okay. feels pretty good to shoot the zombies. I should say. Um, yeah. I uh, I was off Friday and played Resident Evil for the majority of the day, and uh, this game is just absolutely amazing. Um, 
obviously the first game is a classic and a lot of people really like it consider it one of the best games ever made um i tried it several times back in the day i just couldn't really get into it um i think mostly for me it was the controls and the feeling um back in the day but uh now with capcom kind of going back and remaking all these older games like two and three and now four um you know, it's they have completely modernized this game in a really, really fantastic way. Um, feels good to play, runs really well, um, and is absolutely stunning to look at. Um, just blown away so many times throughout this game so far. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just have found a lot of moments in this game to be very intense um so the first time you show up in the village and you know everyone's kind of there they're infected and, and everyone living in this village and then you're just running from the chainsaw man i mean this is all at the very beginning of the game but it is so intense and so fun and you know i i i liked it because you're just kind of running around like a chicken with your head cut off just trying to improvise in a way and um yeah, it's it was it's really good, and uh, a lot of those moments are good. The just the the gameplay loop I, of this game, I'm finding to be a little bit more. I don't know. I, I don't know really how to put it, but just more fun than maybe Resident Evil Two or Three, where um, in this game there's a lot of upgrades you can do with your weapons. There's some side quests you can do. I wouldn't really call them side quests. They're more just kind of hey, you find this, uh, then you go do this, you do X, Y, Z in the world, and then once you go back to the merchant, you will get something out of that. Um, I'm finding those pretty fun to do. Um, but yeah, it's it's overall really good. The one thing I will say, though, is there are some very odd textures, at least in the beginning of the game, and it was throwing me off so much that I actually turned the HDR off on my TV, I mean, maybe it won't affect everyone, but I don't know, man. It was something about, like, the the, the actual blacks of these textures and everything in the, in the environment that was just really throwing me off and making me feel weird um, looking at it. But otherwise, just a great game. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, um, and, yeah, looking forward to see, see where it goes. I'm about... Yeah, six hours in. I think I'm on chapter five. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fantastic. I think it's going to be. We'll see. You know, because I never finished this game, so we'll see. You know, or never finished it back then. Um, so we'll see how it holds up and how I feel by the end of it. But right now, man, it could be a total like dead heat between. Dead Space and this for my game of the year so far this year. I mean, just, just, you know, just six hours in, I'm just totally blown away by it. So, wow, wow, you're really turning into a remake slut over there. I know, just I real know. Horror for the remakes. I know. Mm. It's crazy. <laughs> you haven't gotten to the part where uh, Resident Evil Four becomes an escort mission yet, have you? I literally just got to that part. Yes. Okay, we'll see how you feel about that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got to that part, and I've played a little bit beyond that, um, and then then um, stopped there. So yeah, we'll we'll see where that goes for sure. 
Okay. Um, anything else you got? Because I, I, I've only, <laughs> I've got a very narrow scope <laughs> of what what I've played. Yeah. Um, played a little bit more in the Last of Us Part One. The only thing I'll, I want to say about this, and I think Part Two is the same, is I kind of can't stand the the pause menu in this game, and then also your health bar, and that is because. And the original was this way too, I think, where the text and your health bar are white. And it's kind of hard to tell how far your health is down uh, because your bar is still white and the background of it is still white. And then even the text you're highlighting in the pause menu is white. And I don't know. It's just kind of weird. I don't understand why they they still did that. But um, yeah, yeah, game's I- great. Yeah, that that is definitely uh, they chose style over readability there, and uh, I don't think that's the right choice. Yeah, or at least you should be able to in a menu somewhere change that. Yeah, I agree. To it's, make it more readable. It's weird. Like I was trying to exit to the pause screen, I, I was hitting the wrong things. I'm like, dude, I swear I am I'm on the right thing, but no, I'm not. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing I want to say about that. But it, it is great. It's very pretty, and enjoying my time. Just diving back in every now and again. Then the other thing I have played is I did start like a Dragon Ishin. Um Okay, cool. Yeah, I am on chapter three, I believe. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm really liking this game a lot, actually. And um, yeah, the beginning is slow, but I I kind of liked how it introduced all the different styles to you um, slowly over time. Um, kind of forced you to learn all of them in in fun ways. Um, so I, I like that a lot. I like I'm rocking the um, I guess the sword and gun style. That's okay. kind of my my favorite one so far. Um, I love just being able to. Um, well, I'm playing on Xbox, just mashing the B button, just like fucking going nuts and then spinning around circles and firing your gun. It's so it feels kind of broken. Um, but it's a it's a good old time, um, yeah. So I really like the combat. I like um, like um, the upgrade paths and all that stuff. It almost feels though, at least early on in the game, maybe it evens out a little bit. I just feel like you're leveling up so fast and getting the uh, like technique points, whatever they're called. I forget. Um, the that definitely slows down. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, what you're experiencing, like. I'm not sure if you've noticed, like, there are different levels. Like, you have... So those t- those uh, blank techniques are based on um, your character's level, but then you have levels in each of the combat styles, and um, eventually your character level doesn't go up so fast because you're just, you're just getting higher levels and it's uh-huh. a higher experience threshold. Um, so, yeah, it, it does slow down. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering that just because I felt like I was leveling up so fast and I'm like... I feel like I have like half of uh, that sword and gun technique already filled out already. I'm like, holy smokes, um, it's pretty pretty crazy. But yeah, that's kind of what I figured. But yeah, in, enjoying the game, enjoying the story so far as well. Just curious to see where that goes. I do like, um, yeah, how they're using characters from the Yakuza games, but definitely putting some twist on them and. Just having different personalities, different relationships, and that stuff's good. And I'm looking forward to seeing uh, where that goes too. Yeah, it's it's fun. I, I'm 
I, I think I ended up really... Because I only played it once, and I played it for a few hours. A big old chunk. But I think I walked away from it just going like, yeah, I think I... I enjoyed this kind of more than I thought I was going to, even though I already thought I was going to like it. So, yeah, looking forward to uh, playing more of that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just enough of a different flavor, so it isn't, like, exactly the Yakuza games. But it, right. it's close enough, but it's also, like, there's there's definitely a lot more. There, there's definitely enough different about it. Right, right. So yeah, yeah played um, played that, and then actually I forgot one other thing. The um, me and the wife have played a lot of the quarry, and I believe we're on the final chapter of the game. Um, so yeah, this <laughs> this fucking game goes places, dude. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's dumb. It's really dumb, and uh, I'm enjoying it for sure. The writing is so corny that it's it's really, really bad at times. Like, just some of the dialogue. Like, I get what they're going for, but it just does not fucking work um, in some cases. Um, it's just, the dialogue's just more laughable than it should be to me. Um, and, yeah, just some of the visuals are just very questionable. Like I said, I think last time... Like, the worst water I've ever seen. Especially in just this modern era of video games where water always looks fucking good. This water looks fucking awful. Um, And even some of the, I guess, monster animations, not to spoil anything, but that stuff kind of looks wonky and (laughs) I don't know. But then you see some of the facial animations and stuff and it's like, wow, this is some of the best shit I've ever seen in a video game with some of this stuff. Clearly, um, they just kind of ran out of time or shaved some money somewhere on some of these things. But yeah, looking forward to seeing where that wraps up. It's it is a very fun game to play with another person. I'll say that. But I think if I was playing it by myself, I would have probably uh, noped out by now. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, the let's plays I watch of those games, it's always like three or four people passing it around yeah and that seems like that seems like an ideal way to play that game it is it is definitely um yeah uh is that that all you got yeah that's that's all i got all right tyler i've been in yakuza world okay Um, all right so i think last time we recorded i was at the finale of yakuza 4 the finale chapter um, regardless, yeah. I finished Yakuza Four. Okay. Um. It yeah. Uh. <laughs> that that game turns into a fucking bloodbath. Um. <laughs> it is wild. Um. Yeah, a lot of people just getting fucking shot, and it's like you know, so you know this motherfucker's about to get shot, but he's on his fucking monologue forever <laughs> and ever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, a lot of people just getting fucking domed. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, and then I started Yakuza 5. Uh, I have comp- So Yakuza 4 and 5 are structured similar ways. There are four acts with, e- with each of the four protagonists that you play as. Um, and then a finale chapter. Um, so I've, I've, in Yakuza 5, I've completed the first act, the Kiryu Kazuma act. Um, where, uh, you know what, 
minor spoilers. He's got a he's got a regular job. He's a taxi driver. Oh, interesting. All right. Yeah, but he's going by a different name um, in the in in this new town that he's in. Um, long story short, the people people know where he is. The people in the Tojo clan know where he is. Um, they know who like yeah, they know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's fucking dope. Um, there's, I, the, the final part of that chapter is fucking amazing. There's this part in the, in this fight where Kiryu dodges two RPGs and they just, they fly past him and blow up some cars behind him and it looks so fucking badass. (laughs) Uh, That's cool. Like, this is the most badass Kiryu has looked in the, in the finale of that, that act. It. It was great. Um, yeah. Uh, really enjoying it. Um, there's there's a taxi driving mini game where you're... Yeah, you, it is what you think it is. You're just driving people around in a taxi. Is it like um, playing Crazy Taxi? Not exactly ah, like that. Um, so they're like... They're driving missions like where you drive someone to a destination and you try to do it safely. Um there are racing missions. You take on some street racers. And then there are some missions where you're not really driving at all. You're just carrying on a conversation. Um, and the driving, it does the driving itself. Um, but yeah. Really cool stuff. Uh, looking forward to it. I'm an, I'm, I, I, I fucking love Yakuza, man. Uh, although, I am running into the point where... Um, Yakuza 5 Remastered is not Steam Deck compatible. I can play it on a Steam Deck. It's just that some uh, some of the cutscenes, the captions get desynced from the audio. Mm. So unless you know Japanese, that's kind of confusing. Right. Um, so basically what I've been doing is uh, doing the main story stuff here on my computer... And then uploading that save to the cloud, bring it down to my Steam Deck, and then doing all the side stuff on the Steam Deck. Because it seems to be only, like, the main... Uh, the, and it's a bummer. It's, it's the main cutscenes that have that problem with the audio desyncing from the captions. Um, but there's plenty of side stuff to do, uh, as there is always in these games. Um, and, yeah, really having an amazing time with it. Uh, I think my plans are to tackle this chronologically, meaning that I will do Yakuza 5, then 6, and then I'll wait for uh, Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, because that, I believe, that takes place in between Yakuza 6 and Yakuza Like a Dragon, Yakuza 7, whatever you want to call it. Um, I believe that story happens in between those two main games. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do 5, 6, wait for that to come out, play that, and then do Yakuza 7 sometime before the next one comes out. Yeah, that makes sense. I think he'd have some time. I think it's isn't like a Dragon Gaiden. I think they want to get that out this year. I thought I they said. So. And then like a Dragon... Eight, I guess, is uh, next year. 
Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'll have some time to play something other than a Yakuza game on my Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually bought a few things. Um, well, I bought a thing. I'm going to play that. The, one of the puzzle games that came out last year, a little to the left. One of those little organizational puzzle games. Um, just as a little palate cleanser. Every, every once in a while you need one of those. Yeah. You can't just be all Yakuza balls out all the time. <laughs> right. Um but it's a fantastic series, and uh, really, I'm a little bit bummed. Just a little bit. I'm glad that I'm getting to it now, but I'm a little bit bummed I wasn't into the Yakuza games back in the day. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I am too, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I'm i very much liking these games, and yeah, I, uh, I wish I was into them earlier as well. Yeah, I should not have been fucking around with Grand Theft Auto at all. I should have been playing these games. <laughs> yeah. Right. They are they're very good. Yeah. I mean, they're very different than Grand Theft Auto, but they're the flavor of crime that I want to play. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get into the news here. Uh we've got some release dates. We've got s- Okay. Let's get through the release dates here real quick before we get into a little bit of pseudo-drama. Um, Crash Team Rumble has a release date. It's coming out June 20th, and then there's going to be a closed beta from April 20th to the 24th. Crash Team Rumble, if you don't remember, is um, this multiplayer crash game that isn't Crash Bash, is what I'll say. It is not Crash Bash. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it should be Crash Bash, damn it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'll check this out. I mean, it could be fun, but uh it just isn't my thing for sure. Not not what it's I'm It's only thirty for. bucks, but yeah. then again I it's only thirty bucks. And they're planning to put out a battle it's a game that costs money that you're going to put a battle pass out for right which uh, i just don't know who's gonna care about a battle pass for this type of game no like what do you do Uh, like cosmetics for for crash bandicoot who himself is an icon like you don't sell cosmetics for a very defined character really I mean I feel like you saw that with Marvel Marvel's Avengers people don't give a fuck about cosmetics for the for these well-known characters yeah and then also I mean they had cosmetics in the other games too so the the other releases they they've put out over the past few years so I don't know what's the you already kind of had that there, and those are far superior games. Crash Team Racing and Crash Team Four or Crash Four, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's if it turns out good, sure. But I can just see this game getting like you, you play it, you're like, ah, this is cool, and then just kind of gets old really fast. It just kind of looks like one of those games to me, but maybe I'll be wrong. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. Um... How they're doing this closed beta? How do how you actually get in? I'm trying to pre have to pre order. Oh, yeah. Well, no. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I'll say is no. Yes. If I have to pay to play a beta, no. 
Right. Yeah, not happening. Uh, I didn't even play the uh, Diablo 4 beta this weekend. No, me either. I saw some things, read some things about it, and was like, that sounds fucking awesome. I'm out. You know, I, yeah. I'll just I'll just play it when Wait it's out. Wait till June. Exactly. It's not that far away. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other release date we learned of, Tyler, I know you're looking forward to it. <laughs> Gollum. Ugh. It's coming out in May. Oh, God. May 25th. You'll be able to play as that disgusting little man um, in this game that doesn't look very good. Uh, <laughs> God. Even the fucking header image they have for this, is, this does not look good. I know. It it I don't does think not there is good. a single shot of this game that I've looked at and was like, huh, this looks neat. No. Yeah. It's just all looked pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. Even some of the... It just, I don't know, reminds me of just some of the older Lord of the Rings games that weren't very good. And I just feel like this is going to be one of them. Unfortunately, uh, I don't know. I just... No one was asking for this. No. At all. No. So... Yeah, we'll see. I mean, they they have delayed this game several times, um, so I'm sure the extra time helped them. But still, I mean, just looking at these new screenshots and stuff, it you know, it's not like it totally transformed this game into something good. I don't know. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm I'm good. There's there's too many good games to play right now. There are. Um... Probably too many good driving games to play, too. You put this one in here. There's a Lego game, a Lego racing game. What's the point here, Tyler? Yeah, I, th I thought this was just kind of dumb. It's called Lego 2K Drive. It's an open-world game um, coming out May 19th, 2023. Um, and it's coming to, to consoles and PC, all that good stuff. Um, developed by Visceral Concepts. Um, who makes the WWE 2K and NBA 2K games, which I just find the developer of this to be kind of fascinating there. Um, part of me is like, how do they even have the time to do this since they have to churn those games out every year? Um, but yeah, it'll be like an open world game uh, with different, obviously, races and biomes and challenges and stuff. You can destroy stuff. It sounds like... You know, a little Forza Horizon-ish, you could say. Um, but then you can also... Uh, or there'll be a lot of customization to it with being a LEGO game. Multiplayer, you know. It's nothing I'm going to pick up, but it seems kind of goofy and could be fun. And um, guess what? There's going to be a battle pass. Great. In your LEGO game. It's going to be called the Drive Pass. Yeah, well, um, that's going to be a no for me. I'm good. Uh, yeah. I'll just go buy a Lego model kit, and I'll, I'll build a Lego car. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to pay for digital Legos. Right. Uh, this game will also be $70 on PlayStation 5, which could be a steep, no. steep price for <laughs> sure. But... No, 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 no yeah. 2K. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah. wild that they're putting the 2k branding on it too i know 2k drive i know what the fuck no it's kind of wild 
Also kind of wild that there are still enough old fucks that they think that it's profitable to make a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. (laughs) (laughs) I've said it before, the turtles are for old people. (laughs) Yeah, man, I can't get into the turtles, but I guess this could be cool. I mean, the last Ronin, I mean, I, I don't really know what that is, but it sounds a lot more interesting than anything else. Uh, with the turtles um but yeah apparently this is a game that is in development it'll be a single player action role-playing game and they said in the theme of god of war have a more mature yeah, tone they can say whatever they want like you can you can say whatever you want on the internet i'm not sure if you know this but you can say whatever you want you can yeah so yeah, I don't know. I, I'd be, I'd be very curious though if they could pull that off and it's good. But yeah, I'm just not into the turtles, man. No matter how hard I try, I just can't get into it. And it's probably because I didn't get into it as a kid, but still. No, the turtles like by the time like by the time we were old enough to maybe be into the turtles, the turtles have gone and passed. Like. The turtles are for like before us, man. Yeah. Turtle like you have to jump ahead like maybe eight to ten years. People eight to ten years older than us might be into the turtles. But us, man, we, we ain't into that shit. Yeah. We don't we have we don't owe the turtles shit. We're just We had we had other things. Yeah. Like Teen Titans, baby. That's us. We're Teen Titans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're, I'm just I'm just an old fart with this stuff. With Turtles for sure. I don't think there's a developer attached to this. Yet. Yeah. Well. <laughs> either. I'm trying to see here. But it. Uh, I don't think there is. It's just Paramount basically announced it. Yeah. Well. We'll see in, like, maybe five to ten years when, like, they'll be even less relevant. <laughs> we'll see. I, I, the, I think there's a new movie coming out this year, which had a very interesting, at least visually, style, very similar, seemed like, to uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I don't know. Maybe that'll okay. be uh, appealing and go somewhere. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, maybe the older generation is going to uh, poison their children with the turtles. Maybe. I think that's what's happening here. They're trying to pass it on. Maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it's a disease, man. We need to get away from the turtles. Yeah. <sighs> EA seems to be treating uh, its old Battlefield games like a disease. Uh <laughs> EA is shutting down online servers for Battlefield 1943, Bad Company 1 and 2. Um, there was an update. Mirror's Edge is not part of this. Uh, but the Battlefield games that I mentioned there are going offline April 28th. And there doesn't seem to be plans to uh, hand over any sort of uh, any sort of code to the community to, you know, if we wanted to prop up a server. That's just not happening. Um yeah. I mean, that's the life cycle of games anymore, right? I mean, these are old games. It but is. They're going, they're going away. Yeah. 
I can, while it sucks, I can understand shutting down servers if no one's playing these games online. Um, I could understand, even though it's from like a just consumer friendly and preservation angle, kind of sucks. I could understand delisting Battlefield 1943 only because that is literally online only. And if you're not going to have the servers up, what's the fucking point? Um, but Battlefield Bad Company 1 and 2, those still have single-player components. I don't understand why they can't leave those up um, and on sale um, in, you know, in case people want to go um, play those campaigns and buy the game for 10 bucks and... Um, I at least I never played Bad Company two, but Bad Company one's campaign was fucking awesome. I, I loved it. It's so much fun, and honestly, way better than anything Dice has done recently. Um, so yeah, it's just a bummer that those are getting shut down. And yeah, they did update it and say Mirror's Edge isn't going to be a thing, which I just feel like EA hates Mirror's Edge because Mirror's Edge came out and it was like that's cool, and. Then they wanted a sequel, and that sequel did not sell well at all. And then they're just like, you know what? Fuck this franchise. <laughs> it just feels like they don't like it, but yeah, apparently Mirror's Edge is going to stay up on stores. Yeah. The one thing I will say from a um, preservation standpoint uh, for for these Battlefield games, like, while EA doesn't really have any obligation to keep those servers up, I feel like they should make it easier for the community if they want to continue to play those games online. Like, make it easier for them to figure it out. Because, like, I don't have a doubt that, like, people are going to find a way to keep playing these games multiplayer if they want to. It's just going to take a whole hell of a lot more effort now uh, because EA isn't going to cooperate with the community to do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that th- that would be a nice thing if like, yeah, they just said like, hey, if you want to do your own server, here you go. Here's some things you can do, but we're not going to be paying for these servers anymore. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome if more companies did that, but they don't. Fortunately, maybe there's, I don't know, something related to their IP or some sort of copyright thing that they couldn't do that. I, I don't know. I mean. Not that that stuff maybe might matter with this, but I do wonder if there is some sort of reason why they wouldn't do that. Because it just seems like there would be kind of no harm to it, I guess, what I'm getting at, too. Right, yeah. Unless, like, there's old network code that they're still using, um, which in that case is like, hey, fucking figure it out and cover your fucking ass. (laughs) Like... (laughs) Come on. Yeah. Um, all right. Tyler, I'm not sure if... Was Redfall announced to come to the PlayStation 5? No, I don't think it was. I don't think it ever was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I... So it was never announced for the PlayStation 5, but they were working on it, but then stopped working on it, according to this. Correct. Yep. But yep. never officially announced. So this, like... <laughs> I mean... 
I, who is driving this reporting? Like, is is this PlayStation getting people in on there? I mean, Eurogamer is the one who reported this, but like, PlayStation, like Sony, had to have known that there was a version of the PlayStation Five version of this in development, right? Like, I'm sure. Known. Yeah, I'm sure they absolutely would have. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's. The timing of this, uh, <laughs> weird, right? <laughs> like, I feel like, in some ways, I mean, I'm not sure if this was a leak or some official word. Um, let me s- I don't know. I don't know. It's just like I feel like um, it was never announced for PlayStation Five. The only reason that, like, we're hearing that there was something being developed for PlayStation Five, it feels like the reason we know that now is because of the the merger that uh xbox is trying to do and this is probably this is being put out as hey look at what they did when they bought bethesda right Um, that's what it feels like yeah it could be definitely uh i will say though that it seemed like harvey smith kind of slipped up he was the director of redfall over at arcane that he kind of slipped up and said uh we got bought by microsoft and that was a huge sea, huge sea change. They said, no PlayStation 5. Now we're going to do Game Pass, Xbox, and PC. And then he kind of realized what he said and then said, like, oh, how that's a blessing because they only have to focus on, you know, one console, basically. Um, I f- so I feel like part of it's also on him kind of slipping up and saying things he probably shouldn't have said. However, I'm not disagreeing with you. The timing is kind of interesting. Um, <clears throat> I wonder if anything at all how this affects Microsoft's case um, where it seems like the CMA actually now over in the UK is a lot less concerned is how they worded it on their end over things with Call of Duty um, mm-hmm. in particular. So things are kind of swinging Microsoft's way a little bit more again. Um, but, you know, I, I just also think that this is just, I don't know, it's just kind of nonsense overall. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, of course, I never this is expected. Happen. Right. I never expected Redfall to come to the PlayStation Five. Like, especially after. Well, did they announce Redfall before the acquisition? They did not. I don't think so. So, like, I don't know how this is really a story. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, I guess it's just that slip that slip up from from Smith, but um, but like, it's not something that was. I don't know. I don't know how mad anyone can really get about this, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Maybe maybe you know, makes me come off as some corporate apologist. I just don't understand how anyone can get upset about this. I mean, Microsoft spent $8 billion to buy Bethesda. If this game wasn't formally announced yet, why would they announce it for PlayStation 5? Especially if they had no agreement with Sony like they did with say Deathloop or Ghostwire Tokyo that they had to honor um, contractually so you know Microsoft bought them to make exclusive games for them and for the most part that is what they're going to do you know I just think anyone thinking otherwise is just nuts on that like saying and even saying that there are exceptions there are always going to be exceptions Minecraft being a huge one, and I believe deep down that 
Call of Duty has to be the other exception to this. Yeah, I could see that. And honestly, maybe even um, Diablo. Diablo's just huge. That I just feel like right, there's yeah. there's so much money there. And Diablo 4 will be out on all the consoles before any of this is wrapped up. But like, let's just say future Diablo 5, like, I don't know. There's a lot of fucking money there. For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the only other thing I could think of is is an Elder Scrolls Six. That maybe that makes know. sense to put on another console, just because there's so much money there. But even then, I don't think so. If you're going to do it with Starfield, I, you just do it with Elder Scrolls. Plus, it's yeah. it's so far away, you know. Still, Elder Scrolls Six. It's not like it's coming out next year or something like that. So, yeah, who who knows if we'll have a planet to live on by then? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who who the fuck knows? So. Yeah, I, I yeah I agree with you. I think those are the only only franchises that make any sense for them to do just because they are too big and it makes no sense at all to pull them and only put them on your box. Yeah. Speaking, of, I've been thinking about getting back into Minecraft recently. Oh, there you go. I've been thinking about it because it had like I've seen some stuff. Minecraft, like, while still Minecraft has a lot of stuff that I just haven't seen before. Um, so, I th- I'm thinking Minecraft. Go for yeah. it. Do it. Yeah. The real crime, though, is that uh, they have not released the Minecraft Bedrock Edition on Steam, so I can't play Minecraft on my Steam Deck unless I go install the Java version. Um which I don't feel like going through the hoops of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Got one more story here. Um, it happened but shortly after we finished recording last time. Um, rest in peace, Lance Reddick. Fucking way too soon, man. Absolutely. I, 60 years old. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's very, very sad, very sudden. And Lance Reddick is just an amazing uh, actor and so many awesome roles, obviously. I never watched The Wire, right, where a lot of people know him from, but he's so good in John Wick. All those movies, so fucking good. And see Silas in Horizon, uh, Zero Dawn, and Forbidden West. Um, and, you know, there's a lot more with that character I felt like that was going to come um, who knows what happens there but also um, Zavala in Destiny 2 so those are just some of his roles but yeah just a, I, I always felt like Lance Reddick just had an instantly recognizable very iconic voice that was very uniquely him um, it's really no one really sounds like him and um, yeah just fantastic work that he's done so very very sad to see him go way too soon they did not say why they just said natural causes That's yeah why he I, passed away. it's yeah it's it was just like a huge shock because that just seemed to come out of nowhere like I, he he had he has been like actively working um yeah and it's 
yeah, it's it's wild, man. Fucking sixty years old, man. <laughs> yeah, sixty. I'm almost halfway there. <laughs> I know, I know. That's yeah. It's crazy to think about. Well, I don't know what to say, man. That's just, just fucking sad. Yeah, it is. Definitely. There's a lot of cool stuff in, in Destiny, you know, just honoring him in his character. Players were doing at the tower. Um, which, you know, is kind of cool. I think that's, I don't know, it's kind of uniquely video games in a way. You need to kind of do something yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that was that was some some cool stuff to see for sure. <sighs> All right. Well, on that, we're gonna we're gonna end the show this week. We'll be back next week, hopefully, on a higher note. I don't know if it could get much lower than that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but. Hope you all stay safe and well out there. Uh, give us ratings, review, share us with your friends. Do all those good, neat little things for us. Um, we'll be back next week with... Is there a race next weekend? Yeah, Australia, I think. Australia. Which okay. is, I think, on at 1 in the morning our time. Oh, great. So. Fantastic. Um, yeah. <laughs> we never talked about Saudi Arabia uh, on this on the show yet i don't i don't, think, I don't think so no last time um kind of a snoozer i could see that kind, i mean but. perez kind of like didn't have a race after the first couple of laps mm-hmm. um, and then it was max using drs to drive by everyone as if they were like walking yeah <laughs> yeah the uh yeah the the top speed of that car is nuts um, from an error perspective, I'm just like, what are they doing that the others aren't? Holy smokes! Um, uh, like, their car is just fascinating um, at high speeds with DRS. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed the race. I mean, it's not going to go down in terms of like one of the best fucking races ever. Um, what I liked though is, and thought was good, is that. Once Max got in a second, I'm like, oh no, this is over. I'm like, there's like 20 laps left or however many it was. Um, you know, there's no way Sergio is going to hold on to this lead, but he did. And they were pushing like crazy, both of them. I mean, they were constantly trading fastest laps. So, yeah, kind of showed the pace of the Red Bull. Like, yes, it's still way faster than everyone else, but it's kind of like, okay, well, that's that's pretty much what they have right there. You know, because they were pushing so hard to try to stay ahead and catch one another. But it was it was yeah. good to me that he did that. It makes me hope that hopefully Sergio can take it to Max a little bit more at the front, and we can at least have more exciting battles for the lead. But everything behind him, it's very fascinating. Uh, I gotta say, like the one thing I'll say is like, what has happened to Ferrari, dude? Like. They were so slow in that race relative to the top teams where they should be. Oh my goodness! Like they put on They're those hard tire, the, the hard tire later after the safety car was like nowhere. Holy crap! 
so yeah, I think they're 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 in some trouble. I think in terms of uh, fighting at the top, but and then also the FIA is just so dumb sometimes, man. The, the whole Fernando Alonso podium thing that was yeah. a joke. That was such, that was just a unnecessary clusterfuck. So, uh, well, we'll see y'all down under. Yeah. <laughs> For, mate, hmm. what do you think Daniel Ricardo was going to try to do at the Red Bull team to see if he can get a drive? <laughs> I don't know, man. Is he gonna? I mean, he's maybe, maybe Max is gonna get the shits again, but this time <laughs> at a more inopportune time. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I do wonder what he's thinking because looking at McLaren, he's probably like, all right, cool. Yeah. I made the, or at least like, I mean, he kind of got forced out, I should say, but you know, McLaren's not looking too good at all this year so far, but, uh, yeah, he's clearly at a team where he's just like a sniff away from driving one of the best cars maybe ever made. Um, you know, so yeah, we'll see where that goes the yeah. one thing I'll uh, say though is I'm pretty sure they're going to have four DRS zones at this track this year I thought I read that somewhere which if that's the case then uh, yeah it's it's definitely another Red Bull 1-2 because <laughs> with DRS that car is fucking just annihilates everyone yeah, it's going to take um, some mechanical breakdowns for Red Bull not to win a race this year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we'll leave it there. Um, catch you all next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games, and... <laughs>